This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at The Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. I've talked before about the gap analysis and how when you review where you were, say, a year ago, five years ago, where the organization was a year ago, where it was five years ago, and then compare it with where you or the organization are now, you can see that you've hopefully closed some gaps. Then you can also look at where you or the organization are currently and where you want to be in one year, five year. And that gap is the opportunity and the roadmap for how you get to that vision or goal in one year, five years, etc. Everything almost everything comes down to bridging the gap. Most services and products exist because there's a gap and the buyer wants to bridge that gap. For example, let's look at a CPA. You don't know all the tax law. You don't want to have to dive into the complications of a tax return, that gap, is bridged by your hiring a CPA. Same thing with a lawyer. There's a gap in your knowledge of the law, especially in all the different kinds of law. And so to bridge that gap, you hire a lawyer or a law firm to help you in those areas that you really have little knowledge. Same thing with a doctor. You don't have the medical expertise, experience, knowledge, either as a general practitioner or as a specialist, so you go to a doctor. Accordingly, you may decide that a general practitioner or a specialist doesn't provide what you need because there's a gap, and so you might find a chiropractor or a physical therapist. Now let's look at sometimes companies create that gap. Until Apple came out with the iPod, people didn't know there was a gap because until then it hadn't been possible. They put a CD into the CD player or their Walkman and they listened to a small set of songs on that. Now, technology advanced a bit and we could even make our own CDs. Remember when we used to do that with cassette tapes? We'd make our own mixtapes, our own mix CDs. And if we were lucky, they actually played in the car or maybe they could only play on the computer. So we got a little creative. Well, but then Apple comes out with an iPod with a thousand songs in your pocket. No longer are you just limited to the 20 or so songs that you can fit on a CD you had what seemed like an unlimited number of songs at your disposal. We didn't know there was a gap. Apple created a product that then showed us, ah, there is a gap. Little different way of looking at it, maybe a little slightly backwards, but hey, where's Apple today? Then we look at, if we're gonna stay on the whole music scene, Then you look at things like Pandora and Spotify, where they allow you to stream music from a huge database. If you have the free version, you have to listen to ads. 
If you have the paid version, you get to skip the ads, you can create your own playlists, etc. So they bridged that continuing widening gap of, I want to access as much music as is possible. And because some of these services have been able to bridge that gap, that has forced other companies to come to the fore. If you have a SiriusXM account, you know that at one point, if you had one for the car, that was separate from what you could play on either a device in your home or the app. You'd have to pay for two different services, essentially. Well, I'm sure they saw that Pandora and Spotify, among others, were bridging that ever-widening gap constantly, whereas SiriusXM, since they charge for various services, the gap for their customers was widening. So they've recently made it so that you can listen to SiriusXM on the app as part of your in-car subscription you now no longer have to pay an extra fee for that. Bridging the gap. That's what all of these products and services do. Now let's turn it away from that product service area and turn it inward toward the internal workings of an organization. The jobs and the roles within your organization exist or should exist because they bridge a gap. If everyone is working in their zone of genius, then that means there are other areas that are not in their zone of genius. There is a gap. Therefore, someone is hired to fill that gap. Take for an example, an IT firm. You have the person who runs the firm or the board who runs the firm. You have the various heads, the C-suite, so to speak, of the various departments. You have the technicians, you have support staff, you have salespeople, you have marketing people, you have the internal accounting and financing with accounts receivable and accounts payable, payroll, etc. No one person can do all those things, nor should they. The CEO of the organization is the visionary of the company and is out there connecting with kind of the high stakes wheelers and dealers. He or she is also setting the tone and the vision and the direction for the company. In that role, the CEO should not be making low-end sales calls. There's a gap because low-end sales calls still need to happen. The CEO can't do it. There's a gap. Therefore, a salesperson is hired to fill that gap. You should be able to look at every role, every job in your organization and be able to say, this is the gap that this role, that this person provides. We're filling that gap, 
is the right way to say it, is what this person and this role provides. Now we take it a step farther. Is the person who is currently in that role actually bridging the gap? Is it the right person in the right seat? Right person means that they are aligned with the goals and mission of the organization. Right seat means that they are suitably equipped, experience, knowledge, their ability to get it done for that role. The gap can come in either of those two areas. Maybe the person is very well qualified and skilled, therefore the right seat, but is out of alignment with the goals and values and mission of the organization as a whole. There is a gap. And more than likely, that gap isn't easily bridged. Flip it around. The person is a great fit for the company, the right person, but is not fulfilling the role suitably and there's a gap in performance versus expectation. That gap is more easily resolved than the former because it could be a matter of training. It could be moving the person to a different seat. It could be confidence. There could be all sorts of reasons why there is a gap. The best thing to do is first be clear. What is the gap that this position needs to bridge? And then look at, is the person currently in this position suitably bridging that gap? If yes, great. Can we help them do it better, quicker, faster, more successfully? If not, can that be resolved? What's the gap? Why does it exist? How do we bridge it? So it's not just that the product or service bridges a gap. It's that your people should be bridging the gap. And when you look at it that way, doesn't that help you see that your people really are this crucial component of what makes a successful organization? Because if you can't see that they're bridging a gap, why are they there? Or why does that role even exist? One of our clients, after we took them through our company climate inventory, discovered through our analysis of the assessment and our recommendations that they had an employee who should not be there. And the executive team got together and decided it was really two people that were not in alignment with the goals and values of the company, were actually kind of bringing it down a bit because they were somewhat of a toxic influence on the other employees. So based on the recommendation from our analysis, 
they let those two people go. When we checked back in with them in six weeks to see, did they hire new people? What, what was the status? They said no. The work that those two people had been doing were e- was easily absorbed by other employees. And they had to look at, wow, we were paying two people full time to do this work. And it, it wasn't, it was not worth two full time people, at least, especially since they weren't the right people. And they were probably not in the right seats. So does the role need to exist? And is it is yours is that seat a right fit? And what I mean by that is does it need to be full time? Or if it's a part time position, does it actually need to be full time? There's plenty of situations that we've walked into as consultants where someone's doing three different jobs is overworked and stressed and it's obvious that there's too much work for that person in that role. And so we recommend that actually another role be created, whether that's part-time or yet another full-time position. So it goes all sorts of ways. I encourage you to take a look at your organizational chart and look at it from that place of what is the gap that this position is bridging or should be bridging. And that's going to give you an entire different lens to look at the people in your company. I'd love to hear your feedback on using that lens for the different roles and responsibilities in your organization. You can leave a comment at any time right on our website, www.theshulergroupllc.com. Until next time, may you thrive. 